What's up, everybody? Uh, this is going to be episode three, I think. Yeah, episode three. Uh, I guess I'll title this one, Why Do I Feel Lost? Let's uh, restart that. What's up, everybody? This is episode three. It is the 31st of December. I hope everybody's having pretty good holiday so far and uh, my heart goes out to the people who have lost their jobs and all that in this hard time for everybody uh, economies in shambles and shit everything's all fucked up politicians want to give other motherfuckers more money than you it's, it's a dirty thing going on right now man and, you know you got people starving and uh barely scraping by and losing their homes and uh, small businesses being shut down. Uh, it's a crazy thing, man, as this pandemic progresses and as it goes on longer, it seems like the American dream is slowly fading away in some sorts. It's it's crazy. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine anything starting up right now, you know, unless you just have some type of niche market in mind and you're a fucking genius with your clientele, but as far as, like, you know, your basic mom-and-pop shops, man, uh, I'm starting to see a lot of going-out business signs. It's 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 a really scary time, man. Uh, it's something similar to, like, the Great Depression, I guess. I mean, I'm not no fucking history major or anything like that fuck i barely made it through school but you know it's, it seems like we're america's in the second great depression so uh you know hopefully we could go into next year optimistic uh, fortunate lucky ambitious and hopefully America as a whole can start getting back on track and um, shit, not to sound like a fucking Trumper, but I hate to use this quote, but you know, make America great again. You know, of course, there's a lot of flaws, a lot of flaws, but you know, this, this is a great country that we live in. And it's a sad thing to slowly see it going further down the shitter. You know, we're, we weren't the best to begin with, but things are going downhill quickly. Uh, so this is episode three. Uh, calling this one, Why Do I Feel Lost? Uh, yeah, I was going to do like a little music episode talk about music and all that i'm really passionate about it man music has gotten me through really rough fucking times in my life let's get hold on, i'm gonna take a drink got the day off today by the way usually i work thursdays usually thursdays is my friday but uh we we're only working four hours today and i gotta drive an hour to work i said fuck that shit so this morning i'm drinking coffee and whiskey Oh, what a beautiful combination. It's fucking great, man. Nothing wakes you up like alcohol 
nicotine and caffeine. Man, wake up and ready to get this motherfucking party going. For real, for real. But this podcast ain't going to be so much of a party, man. Uh, I can't wait to get friends on here. I can't wait to get friends. That way I could get my friends on here. <laughs> man, uh, boy's a loner. But I, I think it's a good thing for now. It gives me some time to concentrate on stuff like this. And maybe later on down the road, uh, I can start having people in. Anyways, uh, episode title, Why Do I Feel Lost? And I feel like uh, America as a whole is probably feeling lost right now. Can't speak for everybody, but there's a lot of people going through it, man. You know, divorce is going through the roof. Uh drug addiction going through the roof it seems like whenever people's distractions got taken away from them they start to you know they they had time to really look at their life and what they're doing and their situations and realize that they hadn't made the best decisions and you know, as far as the divorce rate goes, it's a sad but kind of a wonderful thing that these people are uh, waking up as far as where they stand in their relationship. Because, you know, if you aren't happy in your relationship, you know, the quarantine showed it. You know what I mean? Having to spend so much time with your wife and kids, you weren't happy with your situation. Quarantine showed it. And uh, the drug addiction is a real sad issue, man. Um, You know, drug addiction comes from people feeling lost and not having that sense of fulfillment. You know what I mean? You know, however it starts, you know, even if it's just some pain pills that people got put on. I've heard that so many fucking times, like personally, from people I know or have known. Um. You know, it just started out with a herniated disc, broken back, broken this, a surgery, whatever the fuck. And, you know, they get that nice little happiness in the, in the form of a pill. And, uh, you know, it's not like they're doing any type of psychiatric evaluations before they prescribe these things. Uh, at least I wouldn't think. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a fucking doctor. But... You know, it's a sad thing because people take these things with a real need and then it ends up becoming a crutch for everything. And they end up throwing their lives away over it. Uh, You know, I'm 22 years old, have a family, decent job, and I'm able to provide shelter and then some. You know, my wife works. Uh, She could probably pay these bills on her own, too. So, you know, we're very fortunate right now. Um, But, you know, everything is good and all. But I can't help to feel so stagnant in this fucking 9-to-5 life. Uh, It's just been this overwhelming feeling for years now that... You know, I didn't start to realize till uh, you know, about two years ago, probably. But, 
you know, this whole nine to five thing, you know, whenever I first started out working and I was trying to get into my trade and I went to school, uh, graduated from trade school, you know, good for me. Um, bought an apartment when I was 18, uh, my first welding job, trying to put in as many hours as I could, you know, working damn near 80, 85 hours a week sometimes during the summertime, uh, you know, and it got to a point where me and my now fiance were just fighting and bickering all the time just because all I did was work, work, work. I worked nights too. So, you know, uh, shit she'd be leaving as i'm coming in or sometimes i already be gone as i'm coming back to the house and by the time she's coming back to the house i'm already heading to work and i'm working a 12-hour shift you know what i mean like i only talk to her on the phone on my breaks and shit you know work just consumed my life when i was young just because i was trying to be successful i was trying to make money i'm trying to get this and this done you know, then I bought my first car, first car from the dealership. Oh, it was a great feeling, real great feeling. Um, but, you know, that feeling of independence, you know, the glow of it slowly started to wear off as I got older and started to realize, like, you know, yeah, I'm successful, but I didn't want to do this shit. You know, I'm living an idea I'm living a life that was other people's ideas, you know. It's not like they were trying to beat down my happiness. But, you know, I remember saying things when I was a kid. Like, I wanted to be a stuntman. Because, you know, I love, you know, doing daredevil shit. I, I love skateboarding, riding BMX. I think I did inline skating at skate parks for a little bit. You know, anything to get a thrill, I loved it. So I want to be a stuntman. I, I wanted that to be my profession. And I just remember uh, some of my family members being like, no, that, that that's not a realistic job. You should probably become a diesel mechanic. And, you know, I, I listened to them because they're my elders. You know, they've been around for so long. And, um, you know, I, I quickly gave up on um anything that didn't sound quote unquote realistic but you know now that i think back on it you know there are stuntmen that that is a very real <laughs> jesus christ it never fucking fails every time i'm in the middle of this shit my fiance always calls me it's partially my fault, because I don't let her know, but god damn it, I was in a real flow of things. Anyways, um, but yeah, you know, the stuntman, it's a very real career. You you watch movies, you see stuntmen. There's action movies that are always a fucking blockbuster, but for some reason, not for some reason, but because I was young, naive, didn't know how to really think on my own, you know, I let people talk me out of that. And um, man, if you're a parent, please do not do that. You know, support your kids as much as you can, but don't be over-supportive. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell them, like, yeah, go ahead and do this, but, you know, you need to think this, this, and this through and uh, look at it like this. You know what I mean? You know, how many people are trying to compete for that job? How many people want it? And while you're pursuing the stream, 
what are you going to do to keep yourself uh, nourished and clothed and sheltered in the meantime? So, you know, just don't completely beat that crazy dream out of their fucking head off rip like my folks did. You know, it wasn't my mom, per se, but, you know, it's a little bit everybody in my family, excluding my sister, because she has crazy dreams, too, and she pursues them a little bit more relentlessly than I. Um, but, man, it's like, I look back on things like that, and uh, it's like, fuck. But, you know, on the same hand, I loved BMX, loved it to death. And, you know, that never really worked out for me. But at the same time, I started building these distractions, trying to be successful with my 9 to 5 job. Uh, you know, you get a girlfriend and you move in and whether you mean to or not, eventually a baby pops into the picture. So, you know, going to the skate park every single chance you have time off work is is no longer an option. You You have a kid. That's your number one obligation now. And, uh, you know, I tried to ride, I, I kept riding BMX all the way up until she was about one, one and a half maybe. But, you know, there's only so much, at the time, there's only so much risk I could take getting hurt on my bike um, because I was the sole income. And if I got hurt, then some bills wouldn't have gotten paid. Maybe my family would have came through, but, you know, I didn't want to have to do that. I think it was just better to just go ahead and quit until I get back into a position where I could do something like that. But, um, I can't help but feel... Oh. Have you ever had... Does, does does your phones pull up fucking Google when you? I will get legit shit here soon, or something. I don't fucking know. I fucking hate my goddamn setup. Oh fuck. Never even said the G word, but G word wants to pop up. Got me scared to say it now. Fuck. Fucking stupid ass, ugly ass bitch. <laughs> Anyways. My successes aren't G-O-O-D enough. Because apparently I can't even say fucking good. Watch that bitch pop up. Hold on. You motherfucker. <laughs> Without this bitch interrupting me. Fuck. Anyways, you know, I'm doing all right. But as I get older, I become my own worst enemy. Because the better I do with this 9 to 5 shit, the more pissed off I get. Because I know I'm not supposed to be doing this shit. I'm not supposed to live like this. I feel like nobody is supposed to live like this. Anybody with a functioning fucking brain fucking hates their nine to five. It's, it's just like, I don't care if you've been there for 25 fucking years. In the deep pits of your soul, 
I know you have to hate that shit. Making another man rich. Uh, it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, you're contributing to society. But then, at the end of the day, what, you get back fucking peanuts? Fuck that shit. God damn. You know, I try my best to pursue my passions in life, you know, like my hobbies. Like hunting and fishing is real big for me right now. You know, it's not much of a thrill as, you know, riding BMX bikes. It's not as much as a workout or whatever the fuck you want to say. But it comes with a lot of thrills still, you know. Um... I want to start making content, you know, showing my little hunting and fishing adventures. I'm not that good at hunting and fishing yet, but I'm getting there. I'm pretty sure I can make something pretty entertaining if I just start putting out there. I've already invested in like a GoPro and, you know, a couple little mounts for it and all that. And uh, I'm, I'm well aware that it is going to be a real gradual process. It's not something that's just going to happen overnight. Uh, the thing that sucks here lately, especially with it being the holidays, you know, I got this GoPro and I got everything. I'm ready to go, get out there, but it's fucking raining today just because God wants to piss on me if that motherfucker's even up there. And, you know, daycare wants to close down, even though fucking New Year's isn't even a real fucking holiday, all right? The shit's a fucking drinker's holiday. Fuck that. Not even a real holiday. Hey, kids holiday. I understood Christmas. But New Year's, man, motherfuckers need to stay open, man. My girl says to work tomorrow. Why the fuck did... Anyways. There's a lot of things that will keep you from reaching your fucking goals. But the only thing you can do is just keep on pushing. And if you can't find it within yourself... To keep pushing towards that goal relentlessly, then course correct. Really start looking at other things. What do you really want to do with your life? What what do you enjoy in life? If you're like my wife, you know, you sit here and say, you know, I don't have any passions, I don't have any hobbies. You know, my parents, or in her case, her dad, her mom stepped out, but um, you know, I was sheltered. I was kept in. I wasn't allowed to go do this because I was a baby. Or uh, my older siblings did yada, yada, yada. And they kind of ruined things for me. So now I, I kind of get sheltered, held in, and I'm not really able to experience, or I wasn't really able to experience different things. Finding a hobby in your adulthood is a hard fucking thing, especially if you never had one in your childhood and Fuck, I just spilled some of my coffee. Bitch. Getting too into this shit. Let me take a drink. But finding a hobby in your adulthood is a hard fucking thing if you've never had one. But the thing that makes me so mad whenever uh, my wife brings it up is like I try to throw suggestions at her. Not mad, frustrated. I should change that word. Frustrated, not mad. But, you know, I try to throw suggestions at her. You know, tell her, get on Google. You know, they got plenty of forms. Uh, talk to somebody. 
you know, you don't have to vent or nothing. But it's like, man, what what's a good hobby? What do you do? You know, if someone has any type of way to occupy their free time, you know, what what are you doing right now? Does it sound like something I could do? Is it easy to get into? Um, Google always has plenty of great suggestions. You know, you got the simple shit. Baking. Maybe knitting. Maybe drawing. Maybe go play some tennis. Join a rec center. That's hard as if, if you have a kid, though. I will say that. It's hard if you have a kid. Um, post. Not post. Pre-kid. You know, uh, I would take days off of riding my bike. Um, and me and my fiance would go to, like, a tennis court. Just to get her out, get her moving, get her doing something. Get her tired. And get the fucking demons out of her head for a little bit. You need something to distract you. You know what I mean? Uh, and as torturous as it was, not because I didn't enjoy spending time with my wife, but the fucking tennis court was right there next to the fucking skate park. And I just see all my buddies waving at me. Hey, bro, what the fuck is up? What the fuck is that faggot-ass tennis racket in your hand? Yeah, shut the fuck up, bitch. Anyways. Um... Point is, you you gotta try to do something, something to distract you from your nine to five. And you know, I have hobbies that could keep me busy for fucking ever, just between hunting and fishing and all that, and researching what do I need to do uh, during this season if I'm trying to catch this fish, or how the animal patterns right now. You know, how do I hunt rabbits with dogs? How do I hunt rabbits without dogs? Just in case my father-in-law can't come hunting with me. Um, and I someday would like to turn that into something I could, you know, put it bluntly, exploit, pretty much. Uh, but for right now, it does its job to give me something to look forward to. Versus... When the weekend comes around and you have nothing to do and all you do is just watch these reality shows, you scroll through Facebook, Facebook's pissing you off because you hear such and such about this and kids are being killed, people are dying, politicians don't give a fuck about you. Um, this many crimes happened in this area, one of your high school classmates, OD, you know, just, just all this shit coming at you at once, it's, it's not good for you. And that's another reason why I feel like not only America as a whole is, starts to feel lost, but the world as a whole, the world has access to information of all the bad shit that happens in the world for that day. And it tends to make this place kind of a, a lot fucking scarier than what it already is. You know, we're, we're not living in a purpose-built society anymore, I feel like. I don't think we're meant to live like this. And I'm guilty of logging on to Facebook and sometimes clicking on that clickbaity bullshit that gets you all dragged in and angry and... Um, but like I said, I hit the lake, I hit the woods, I forget about it.
where I started watching videos and tips and this and imagining my next hunt and my next fishing trip. And, you know, it puts me at ease, puts me at comfort. Because I swear to God, once this bitch goes down, once the world starts to end, I don't know what's going to happen in our lifetime. Kind of doubt it. But if it does, man, you can find me in the woods. I won't be nowhere near y'all motherfuckers. I'll let y'all fight it out. I'll come back out this bitch once y'all get done killing each other and shit. But th- this is not a healthy way of living. You know, I was talking to somebody, one of my coworkers, and um, I, I don't feel like this society is built to last. I'm not even talking about, like, uh, end-of-world terms. I'm talking about uh, people terms. We put a bunch of bullshit in our body. You know, we go to fast food. Because, damn. I'm working all, worked all day. The house is a mess. I got to do the fucking dishes. I'm not going to cook shit. I'm going to go fucking Mickey D's and pick up some bullshit. You know, guilty of it. And I feel so horrible. I think I did. I think we've been doing that for like the last two weeks. I'm ashamed to say, I'm ashamed to say, ashamed, shame. I don't give a fuck. And the bad thing is, my daughter, that doesn't really have a choice or say in what we put in her, she just eats whatever we get, you know what I mean? Uh, she's going to want what we have anyway, so we get it for her. And it, it's a trickle-down effect. I put bullshit in my body. My wife starts putting bullshit in her body. And then so does my daughter. Um, you know, then you got mental health crisis that's not even being addressed right now. But we have a legit mental health crisis. And people are wondering what the fuck is going on with society. But nobody's in a healthy mind state. Very, it, it's... It's a handful of people. I, I'm willing to say, I don't know the percentage. But mentally, I'm willing to say, I bet you one and let's pull out bold, I'm going to pull a bold number out of my fucking ass right now. I'm going to say one in, one out of 700,000 people are probably mentally stable. As far as like not having depression, not having having anxiety, not having to take a medication for some type of psychiatric help. Um, people are fucked up, man. People are fucked up. And I don't know if it feels more so because now people are actually paying attention or bringing light to the cause, not really bringing real light, but, you know, you got more people coming out and saying, you know, hey, I'm not doing so fucking good, man, myself included, uh, or if it's always been this way, but just never got dressed because people were just trying to survive, I often wonder what it would be like to go back to those hunting and gathering times. And your sole focus was to build shelter, kill food, pick berries, stay warm, try not to fucking die. I wonder what the mental health back then was. 
like, did they get depressed? What did did that self-loathing feeling ever enter into their minds? Maybe a couple times, but was it an ongoing assault on their psyche? You know what I mean? I think that's why I've kind of fallen in love with hunting and fishing. Because it almost gives me uh, very loosely... Uh, a connection, you know, a little glimpse into that. It, it, it's pretty dope catching fish and then taking it home, cutting it up, and throwing it on the grill. It, it's it's a good ass feeling when you get to do that. Uh, you know, same thing. You know, I've only hunted rabbits, so you know, same thing. Whenever I uh, shot my first rabbit, uh, was that last year? Yeah, last year when I shot my first rabbit, I think it was last December or January. I think it was last December because we had some cold days, but I remember having to strip myself out of my hoodie that day. Um, yeah, I took it home. Uh, we cut it up. You know, got the guts out, got the skin off, and uh, stuck it in the frying pan and ate it. And it felt so weird because uh, I don't really get this feeling anymore. But the first time I did that, you know, ate something that I actually harvested myself, cleaned and butchered myself. Like just eating it, like it felt like I started catching like a little bit of a buzz because it felt unreal. It, It felt right, but it felt unreal. I feel like that's the way we're supposed to live. Uh, To be responsible for your own food. And, uh, you know, I know everybody can't do it. Uh, Taking the skin and guts off an animal, it's kind of horrifying to some. It's nasty to me. You know, I even get my fingers all in there. Last time I shot a rabbit and cut it up, we ended up giving it to the dogs. Because I kind of hit the stomach with my knife and got shit all over the meat. So we just boiled it and fed it to the dogs. Those nasty fucks could eat it without getting sick. But, um, you know, it, it especially that situation, man, it fucking stunk. Uh, you know, cutting up catfish, you know, same thing. Getting all the guts out of it. And uh, I have a shirt that the catfish blood smell... Like, probably just now got out of my fucking shirt. I watched the thing countless times. I couldn't wear it for, like, the rest of that summer. God damn, this shit smelled fucking horrible. But, um... I feel like this... This is one thing we're supposed to do. And that's one thing society is lacking as a whole. And it's something I feel like, uh... As we continue to modernize... Uh, we're gonna start losing. Now, I know this year... I think they said the number of anglers and hunters skyrocketed. But I can see that shit going down. The number's going down real quick, especially as things start to open back up. Whenever they do open back up, Texas has opened back up. So I'm pretty sure the numbers are probably falling over here. But um, at least there's 
as far as fishing goes, I doubt there's a lot of harvesting actually going on. I think it's just kind of like one of those things that's just like one of America's pastimes. You know what I mean? A lot of catch and release probably going on. Or I know it's going on. Especially with bass anglers. Uh, they fucking catch and release religiously, even though you can eat it. And it is a decent fish. I fucking eat them. They taste good to me. Um, uh, but as far as hunting goes, you know, you harvest it, you got to eat it. Um, so I feel like as we modernize and as I keep on building structures and slowly pushing wild animals out of their habitat, I don't know how that's going to work because it might push them into, you know, the Army Corps land, you know, hunting, public hunting lands or leases. Or it could just push them to a whole new area completely. Maybe they get overran by predators. I don't know. Wish I could be at the lake right now, man. It's a fucking cold, rainy day. And plus, I gotta clean the fucking house. I was supposed to already be on that. It's already 11.21. Luckily, my wife ain't coming home whenever I thought she was. So, I saved my eyes on that one. Yeah, but after I get done with this fucking shit, I better go pick up. Man, uh, I guess I'm done with my little rant, man. I don't really have much else to say. Um, you know, one thing I want you guys to think about is what do you enjoy doing if you don't enjoy your work work takes up so much of your fucking life takes up a majority of your fucking life at that what are you doing to better yourself what are you doing to keep yourself sane if you don't have anything if you don't have anything uh, in mind right now you know, research something. Shit, click on a whole bunch of different videos on YouTube. See what you can get into. I used to do that shit. I think that's how I actually uh, fell into fishing. Um, I was introduced to rabbit hunting through uh, my father-in-law. And uh, later on, I'll get into other hunts, you know, bigger game. But I'm still a fucking beginner. But, um... Yo, fishing I got into because I was just watching a bunch of hunting videos and the fishing video popped up. I think I gave the whole fucking rundown on that already. Um, but, you know, I'll, the, I'll give you several examples. One thing I wish I could get into is building uh, small engines. Like little tiny RC car engines, man. Those are fucking dope. Like little gas RC car engines. I fucking love watching those videos. Where they scale these engines down, make little two strokes, uh, make little four bangers, little six cylinders. It's fucking, it's, it's dope. I wish I could get into it, but I like the space and tools, and I know I could eventually gain the experience, but there's just some things I'm lacking. So, you know, what you want to do might not be feasible right now. There's plenty of things I wish I could be doing that's just not feasible. Just because I live in a fucking apartment. I need to fucking shop for most things I want to do. Because I'm a very hands-on guy. 
And, um, man, just, just be on the lookout. Keep your eyes open. Keep asking yourself, what, what do I want to do for me? What's going to be healthy for me? Uh, what's going to build me up, make me better, and give me a new life skill, whether it's applicable or not? I hope you guys go into 2021 with the best of luck. Like I said, ambitious. You know, head on a fucking swivel, looking to grab an opportunity by its balls. And I love you guys, even though I don't fucking know you. But if you just so happen to fall into my void, I appreciate that. If you listen to this to the end, sorry I wasted 36 minutes of your fucking life. (laughs) Bye, y'all.